welcome back to the Yuketropolis podcast. I'm your host, James Hill. This week, we explore Slide Ukulele, the wonderful world of slide. Slide is a beautiful style that helps us slow down and savor the notes and savor the chords in a whole new way. I hope you'll slide along with me in this episode as we look at a couple alternate tunings that are really going to help you out and some very easy accessible ways to get started on this new musical journey. So let's get right into it. Okay, so our usual format is what we're going to stick to, and um, and that means looking at some questions, at least to get us started, from what's been happening in Utropolis this month, or at least the past couple of weeks. What are some of the questions and conversations that have been coming out in um, the courses and in the community? And uh, I guess let's start with this one. This question comes from Betsy, who's just um, getting into Americana ukulele, uh, which is, as you know, the the newest course on Utropolis, and it centers on, not surprisingly, Americana styles. That's um, you know bluegrass picking, blues, uh, claw hammer, um, country style Travis picking, and it's really fun. Uh, Betsy is starting on that course, and she says um, she has a uh, a condition which a lot of people have, which is this trigger finger, um, and it and it just um, makes it difficult to play in the conventional way. And so I was saying, uh, you know, have you tried slide ukulele? And um, we talked a little bit about how that um, really facilitates. Playing music that you may not be able to play if you have a repetitive strain injury or if you have something about your um, your physiology, your hands that don't allow playing in the sort of conventional way. Um, not only does slide ukulele open up those avenues for you, but it's actually just really fun in and of itself. It's something that I encourage everyone to try, um, regardless. So I said to Betsy, um, you know, have you given slide ukulele a try? It's a beautiful way of playing and could really open some doors for you. And she said, yes, absolutely. That was my plan. Um, This is partly why I joined uh, Americana Ukulele. And so I thought I would sort of springboard off of this conversation about slide ukulele to make sure that everyone, even if you haven't seen um, my demonstration of slide ukulele on YouTube, which I'll... um, uh, I recommend you check out. It's called uh, "Are You My Sunshine?" It's kind of a bluesy rendition of uh, "You Are My Sunshine," and it's all done with slide ukulele. So here, here's something we can do together right now. Uh, if you have a slide, uh, whether it's metal or glass or uh, ceramic, or even if you don't have a slide, you can literally take a pen or a pencil or anything with a straight edge. I just happen to have a clothespin here. I'm not even sure, I've never tried this, but like anything with a straight edge, anything with a straight edge will work. A hard straight edge, I've done this with a pencil. You, you can do it with a pen. There's a reason it's called bottleneck slide is because you can use a bottle on it. You could use the, the edge of a uh, mic stand to, to slide on the strings. You can use 
a lot of things. I've got some drumsticks over here. I could probably use a drumstick to slide on my ukulele. Actually, that works really well, the drumstick. You just have to be kind of gentle. Um, let's try it together. If you've never done this before, today's the day. If you've done it before, you know, today's another day to slide on your ukulele. So just take whatever it is, you know, I could use the drumstick, but I am gonna use my glass slide here and just put it across. I like to start on like the third fret. I don't know, it's just sort of, it's not too far that way and it's not too far this way, you know? Uh, just take this slide thingy and put it across the third fret and see if you can get a sound. Now, if you've tried slide before, you know this already, but for those of you who are just coming to it for the first time, you need to put the slide right over top of the fret wire. I know that's a bit different than when you play the uh, the strings you know, with your fingers, you're putting your fingers between the wires, but here we wanna put it right over top of that fret wire. Notice I'm giving it a bit of a wiggle back and forth. I like that sort of warbly sound. It makes it sound a bit like a Hawaiian steel guitar, makes it sound a bit like the human voice. Give that little vibrato, that little warble to the sound by just moving the slide down toward the pegs and then back up, down toward the pegs, then back up. And as you get it going a little faster, it starts to give that nice, that nice vibrato effect. So this, by the way, is just us using the ukulele in standard tuning. Okay, we'll, we'll get to tunings in just a second. There's a couple of really fun options I want you to try. But this is just standard tuning. I'm in G, C, E, A right now with the high fourth string. My dog has fleas. So there's nothing wonky or different about the way that I'm tuning my ukulele yet. And I'm just putting the slide straight across the third fret. Now just for practice, you can move it up to the fifth fret. I don't know why that sounds so good. That chord is so nice. And just sort of moving and slinking your way between the third to the fifth fret and back to the third fret. There's something about this that has a very kind of jazzy, kind of relaxing quality to it. And what I, what I love about the slide is that it, it encourages you to take your time with the music. Because now, it's not just a matter of teleporting between frets. It's a matter of journeying between frets. And what a nice change from the way we typically approach the fretboard. We always think of, you know, you're on the third fret, and then you're on the fifth fret. You're instantly going from here to there, as if you were saying, beam me up, Scotty, from the third fret to the fifth fret, and you're instantly traveling from one to the next. Well, the slide says, no, we're not going to teleport from the third to the fifth. 
We're going to row the boat from the third fret to the fifth fret. We're going to take our time. And you know what? We're doing that on purpose because we like getting there as much as we like being there. So you can see that playing with the slide suddenly puts you in a whole different frame of mind. It's almost like like a different philosophy suddenly that you adopt just by slipping this onto your finger. It's almost like you go into a different mindset. Almost like 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 uh, Lord of the Rings or something. Lord of the slide. You, know, you, you put this slide on your finger and you sort of turn into another being. Musically speaking. Third fret, fourth, fourth fret, fifth fret, and back again, and just moving around. You know... Um, I bought this slide when I was in my teens. And see if you can relate to this. I bought this slide because I thought one day I would use it. I bought this slide and it sat in uh, my sort of trinkets box up there for like maybe a decade. Like seriously like 10 years before I really felt like I was ready to try it out. I had it there, you know? It's like a lot of people buy stuff before they're really ready to use it. You know, I've, I've heard people bought my Duets for One book, for example. Uh, they haven't tried any of the arrangements, but they know that one day they really want to be able to play like that. So they bought the book, and that's a step. You know, you put it under your pillow, in the morning, you see if you can play any of them. And I don't know, just having it around is a step. One time, I remember I was in Hawaii, actually. I walked by a little kiosk that had these um, these hats. Uh, no, no, they, these were caps. Do you remember the Kangol caps that were kind of fashionable <laughs> at one time? It was like an old, an old man cap, you know, kind of like a tweed woven thing with sort of a point in the front and... And I was like, I would like to someday be a person who would wear that cap. And it was expensive, too. I remember it being like 60 bucks or something. And I bought it right then and there. I was in probably my early 20s. And I'm like, there is no way I am going to wear this cap yet. <laughs> and it stayed in my closet for years. And then one day I woke up and I'm like, I'm ready to be the cap guy. I was like, and it was there. It was there for me because I knew one day I would be that guy who could actually wear that in public. And it worked. For a little while, I was like the cap guy. I was like the guy wearing the the grandpa cap. And uh, it was cool. I felt like I could pull it off. But anyway, the point is, you can buy a slide aspirationally. Know that it's there. Know it's a good thing. Know that one day you're going to get to it, and it'll happen. There's something about the slide that is magical, that sort of beckons to us. And when we get there, when we get there, it's the right time. So let's talk about tunings for a second, because there are two tunings for the slide that I think you should explore um, right off the bat. 
and they all have to do with the A string. This A string is the one that is going to change your world. Now you can either go, you can either tune that A string down a little bit, or you can tune that A string up a little bit. Either way, you're going to run into a beautiful new tuning, which is an open tuning, meaning that you can bar straight across and get a nice chord. Let's start with the one where you tune the A string down a little bit. You you loosen the string. You're less likely to, you know, break a string. So let's start with this one. Instead of an A note, just loosen the string until it becomes a G note. And you can check if it's a G note because it should be the same note as your fourth string. So you can compare those two and make sure they're the same note. Okay, so the outer two strings, the outer two strings are now both G. And the inner strings are just what they always are, C and E. So strum that. And you get a great big major chord. Bum, ba -da -bum, bum, bum, bum. Without even trying, now we have this open, what is it? C chord, right? It's all the notes of the C chord. C, E, and G. We just happen to have two Gs for good measure. Okay? So it's a C chord, and we can call this open C tuning. Big, resonant, and full because of those double Gs. Now, even without the slide, let's say, can we find some chords here? Take your first finger and just lie it down across some frets. Let's say on the first and second fret. That's kind of cool. If anybody can name that tune, name it. I think it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers Roller Coaster of Love. But I know there's other tunes that do that <laughs> riff as well. So that's just the open strings, first fret, second fret. Let's go to the third fret, fourth, and fifth. You'll probably have a dot on the fifth fret. Uh, and that's handy because the fifth fret is a very important fret uh, when we're playing slide ukulele. It's an important fret no matter what, which is why it gets a dot usually. It's just a really handy one. Let's go to the seventh fret as well. Also a very important fret, slide or no slide. The seventh fret is a very important, powerful, useful fret that you will spend a lot of time on. So it gets a dot as well at least on almost all ukuleles, the fifth and the seventh have dots on them. So we can play dot on the fifth, dot on the seventh, and open strings. And now you're already hearing this sort of emerging chord progression. That would be the fifth fret, 
7th, and the open strings. Try it one more time. Now this is all without the slide, remember. We are just exploring what happens with an alternate tuning and one finger straight across the fretboard. Now, whether or not you are going to get into playing slide ukulele is kind of beside the point right now. The point is that we have discovered a more accessible way to play ukulele, to play some meaningful chords that sound good. And if you have students who are struggling with the conventional way of playing, always keep this in your back pocket. Now, there could be a multitude of reasons why they are struggling with the conventional chords. Um, playing a C chord is usually pretty okay for most people, but playing an F chord and a G7 can be, uh, in the first lesson, a big challenge. Maybe this is the pattern interrupt, the way of jolting them out of uh, a rut that gets the student moving again. So those of you who are in the teaching world, take note of this. Have this in your back pocket. I don't often use this as a workaround, but I feel more confident knowing that I could get a student out of a jam by retuning the ukulele just very slightly, showing where the, where the fifth and the seventh frets are, and then I give them an alternate route you know, an alternate pathway uh, to, to learning and participation. Let's pick up the slide now and do exactly the same thing. Fifth fret. Sounds great if you give it a little wiggle while you're strumming. Yeah, I know that's like rubbing your belly and tapping your head at the same time, but try it. getting a little um, metallic buzz in there. You hear that? That probably means I'm pressing down too hard on the slide. And so I'm trying to, trying to just get the right angle and the right pressure so that I don't hear that metallic sound. And then sliding up to the seventh. And then the open strings. So, let's play a song. Let's play um, any three chord song that you can think of. Um, drop a suggestion in the chat, and while you do that, let's play one of my all-time favorite three chord songs. Um, it's called Another Night. This song is literally the song I sing to warm up for pretty much every gig. It's a wonderful three chord sort of old country song. And see if you can follow me. It's just the open strings or the fifth fret or the seventh fret. And just by the way, the open strings are the C chord. The fifth fret is the F chord. And the seventh fret is the G chord. Here we go. See if you can follow along. One, two, three. The wind is blowing round my cabin. Fifth fret. I hate to hear. Seventh. That lonesome sound. Back to open. I'm all alone and so downhearted. Fifth fret. <laughs> 
since my true love seventh she ain't around same pattern i hate to see the sun a sinking fifth fret another nine to toss and turn another night to dream about her same thing another night for her I'll yearn and when you go back to that open uh, that open C I like to put my first finger gently across that piece of uh, plastic or bone that we call the nut Right, this is where the strings run over to get to the tuning pegs. Now, instead of having a full ringing resonant open C chord, I like to mute it down a little bit, just dampen the enthusiasm of that chord slightly and, and up the percussive quality of it just by putting my, my uh, index finger over that nut and allowing the, the flesh of the finger to just lightly touch the open strings. It turns this into this. You hear the difference between this and this? Right? That second option feels much more controlled, much more like you've got the lid on it, like you're not just letting everything all hang out you know you've got a little control over those resonating strings and sometimes that's what you want especially if it's a more rhythmic accompaniment i hate to see the sun sinking that's got a little bit of rhythmic um pa um pa um pa um pa and i lose that if i just let the strings run free you know if it's like just free range open strings i hate to see the sun sinking another it just kind of it, it's it's like a whitewashing a wall it's just like there's no definition anymore as opposed to uh, i hate to see the sun sinking to, to my ear that sounds a lot more musical and and exciting and interesting that's the kind of thing you might do with the palm as well, if you know how to do that, palm muting. But I like this idea of sort of first finger muting at the absolute edge of the open string. Sometimes you'll see bass players, uh, electric bass players, they'll attach what looks like, um, like a sweatband for their wrist but they'll actually put it around that very same place on their electric bass and i've never asked any of them why they do that but i'm always assuming that it's because of this very same thing that when they hit the open strings it doesn't go wild and it just sort of keeps that cool muted sound even on the open strings so hey we have one of those built right in and it's called your index finger so try that out now there's one more tuning that we should try here. Remember I said you can go down a little bit with the A string to get a tuning, or you can go up a little bit with the A string to get a nice tuning. So let's go up a little bit. Right now that A string's on G, let's bring it up to where we started. That's just A, which is the regular standard tuning. 
Oops. Yeah, a little bit more like this. Now we're back to square one. What happens if we just raise the pitch of that A string a little bit? From A to B flat. Now don't worry, this will not, I'm 99% sure, this will not break your string. Yes, it's adding a little bit of extra tension to that A string. But you know what? I grew up playing in the D6 tuning where that string is a B note, which is even higher than what we've gotten to here. I would always use the same strings uh, as the standard tuning, and I very rarely, if ever, broke a string while tuning. So don't be afraid to experiment bringing the pitch of your strings up just slightly. Like this, one semitone. That is not going to hurt anybody. So now we have, my dog has fleas. Not the standard tuning, right? G, C, E, B flat. And this gives us not a C chord anymore, but a C7 chord. A C7 chord, without even trying, with the open strings, is now C7. What happens now if we put our slide in our favorite spot, the fifth fret? Oh yeah. And back to the open strings. What happens if we put our slide in our other favorite spot, which is the seventh fret? Here we go now. Back to the fifth fret. And to the open strings. Okay, now we have three beautiful bluesy sounding chords, all open strings, which is C7, fifth fret, which is now F7, seventh fret, which is G7. Okay, if you're if you're getting that really buzzy metallic sound that I'm sometimes getting here. Uh, and you don't like that sound, you'll notice that I'm I'm trailing a finger behind the slide, and that finger's only job is to just touch the strings. It's sort of the, um, it's the, <laughs> this is a Canadian analogy, but on the back of a Zamboni, <laughs> when they're cleaning the ice, there's like, there's like a big vinyl flap that comes down, and it prevents <laughs> all the, all of the uh, hot water uh, from sort of spurting out the back of the Zamboni as they're grooming the ice. And if it weren't for that flap that sits at the back of the Zamboni, it would just be a big mess of water and shredded ice and stuff spraying. So that's your flap. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is an analogy that's only going to work for you if you spent half the winter in your local ice rink watching your son practice hockey. But anyway... If that doesn't land for you, fine. Just believe me that your index finger needs to follow in behind the slide. It could be your middle finger too. It needs to trail in behind it and just touch the strings. Just be that vinyl flap that follows in behind and makes sure that nothing is spraying out and causing problems. 
and that will really help to clean up the sound and to tighten up the sound. So let's do something like uh, mm, let, let the midnight special shine a light on me let the midnight special shine a light on me if you ever go to Houston you better look right you better not Dagger, and you better not fight the sheriff, he will arrest you. He'll carry you down. And when the jury finds you guilty, you're penitentiary bound. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special. Shine her ever loving light on me. Okay, so, I mean, take any three chord song that you want to make sort of sound bluesy or uh, a three chord song that already is in that blues idiom and just see what happens. I'm thinking St. Louis blues that I taught in um, the ukulele jazz course. Mm, I hate to see. The evening sun go down Something at a nice slow tempo Hate to see The evening sun go down Cause my baby she done left this town You notice that sometimes when I'm when I'm killing time on the C chord I'm using one other chord to spice things up and that is the 12th fret and you know from your experience that the 12th fret usually has not just one dot but two dots on it why is it so special that it gets two dots well because it's the same notes as the open strings only way higher so anything you can do at the zero fret you can do at the 12th fret and it's the same thing just way higher so if you're getting tired sitting out over here try it here And that makes time pass because you have a variation to go to. So there's a few ideas to get you started with slide ukulele. I think it is a very fun, very exciting way of playing the ukulele that just opens new doors. It opens new doors for your fingers, uh, your mind, your musical soul. Uh, it opens doors to new genres of music and maybe most importantly for me personally it it helps you to take more time and to savor harmonies and melodies um, 
because on the ukulele we do tend to be in a rush. And maybe it's just me, but probably not. We tend to be in a rush on the ukulele because it's so rhythmic and it's so fun and it's so upbeat. We don't get a lot of opportunities to play lyrically, to sing the notes, to explore the spaces between the frets, and to enjoy the ride from one place to another. That's not something that seems uh, built in to the way we typically play the ukulele. Many other things are built into the way we play ukulele on a daily basis. Fun, energy, friendship, uh, camaraderie. These are all great things. But the slow uke movement, uh, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't invite that, that, uh, that pace. But the slide ukulele does get us there, gets us much closer to that place. And um, for that and many other reasons, I hope it's something that you take the time to explore. So thank you to um, Betsy for the conversation around slide ukulele and accessibility that led to this whole train of thought. And if you search for a slide ukulele or Are You My Sunshine on YouTube, you'll find my a demonstration there, which can lead you to a couple of free lessons on slide ukulele that you can get at Uketropolis. So thanks uh, again, Betsy, and uh, I hope that uh, this opens some doors for you all. Thanks for tuning in to the Uketropolis podcast. My name is James Hill, and I'll be back again next week with another episode in the meantime, head over to uketropolis.com slash slide. That's where you'll find two free lessons with me on slide ukulele to get you started. I think you'll really enjoy it. Also, the next live taping of the Uketropolis podcast is coming up on the first Thursday of next month. So go to uketropolis.com slash podcast for the link and details. It's absolutely free to join. And you can ask a question in the chat if you'd like. So I look forward to seeing you there. In the meantime, keep on strumming.